0: Sometimes we grow tired and weary, but when our hope is in the Lord, we will run and not grow weary. So I'm going to invite Nicholas to come on over with me. Nicholas and I have had the privilege of leading several times of worship with our Young people throughout the weekend, and what we want to do today is share some of those songs with you uh, that we sung uh, during the during the weekend. So I invite you to stand as you are comfortable. Um, you have a whole separate lyric sheet with you, and we're going to start with "Part of the Family." Oh, <laughs>
1: would join me for a few moments in prayer. God of great hope, may you fill us up with joy and fill us up with peace so that our believing lives, filled with the life-giving energy of the Holy Spirit, will brim over with hope. Amen. Would you join me in a few moments
2: of quiet prayer?
3: Ever-present God, you walk with us through good times and bad, mountaintop and valley deep. Your footsteps are our guide, your hands are our support. We trust in your forgiveness that you've removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. We have knocked and are grateful that you opened the door. Open our hearts and minds to your spirit. May this time together cause us to love you and especially to love one another. Amen. I want to invite our children our littles who are worshiping with us to join me towards the front and graces and play a little game today. We have two wonderful contestants who volunteered to be here. Thank you for volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what are we playing today, Tracy? We're going to play charades, but church charades. Okay. So we're going to need everyone that's willing to stand up. Okay. And did you, did you bring was, a buzzer? I thought you were bringing a buzzer. I, I didn't bring a
4: buzzer.
3: Oh. Oh. Well, uh, I mean, I, okay. I was prepared for this. Uh, ben and Sydney, could you get a friend to join you? Oh, okay, Wilson, okay.
2: Yeah.
3: All right. Okay, here we go. All right. So here, ben, ben, why don't you stand over here on this side? This can be your team over here. Yeah. Wilson, here, why don't you stand down on the floor or as far close as you can get to it. All right, this is your buzzer. All right. Okay, here you go. All right, and Kayla, could you just stand right here on the floor, no. and there you go. So, okay, all right, and you might have to hold on to it. Okay, all right, so we are, we're gonna put a word up on the wall here, and you are going to act it out until Sydney or Ben, whichever first one, rings in and gets the answer correct. Okay. All right. Okay. I expect you guys to do
2: really good. Okay. So
1: for our first category, we are going to have things that you wear. Oh, Whoops.
3: Are you ready?
2: <laughs> okay. No! One point,
3: Sorry, sorry, there we go.
2: I don't know. <laughs> it's
1: going to be funny.
4: Yeah. come <laughs> <No>. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should ring louder. they okay. will give up on that one. Okay. All right. There we go. Okay. How how could you not get
4: periwinkle? All right. And
1: our last category is utensils.
3: There we go. There we go. Good shot. Good stuff. Alright. <laughs> well thank you. Thank you so much for what was the final score? The final score was this time one, I know. Alright, oh, alright, alright, alright. You get to stay in worship. I'm just kidding. That's uh, You all get to stay in worship, thank you. Well, thank you for helping. How come you couldn't get periwinkle? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining with us today. Someday you are going to get to be up here and and somebody's going to get to hit you on the head with a pot and a spoon, if you are so lucky. But for now, you get to go have even more fun. Follow us outside for for, uh, your lesson. Go now in peace. We acknowledge at the beginning of this weekend on Friday night. We acknowledge there are a lot of things that stress us out, and some of the things that we talked about as a group were things like climate change, schoolwork, uh, relationships with family and friends. Maybe uh, I wonder. I wonder what kinds of things stress you out. Like, it could be personal, it could be global or local. Uh, tell me, what, or tell us. Confess, what are the things that, that worry you? Maybe you just put your hand up and out. Oh, yes, ma'am. Here. Family illnesses. Family illnesses, yeah, especially, yes, ma'am. My boss. Your boss, yeah, <laughs> at work, yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of us feel that way. Yeah, dear.
2: I worry about my kids when they're out.
3: Your kids when they're out, out of the house, yeah, yeah. They're good kids, <laughs> yeah, so, but I would still worry, of course. Hey, Clark, yes? Wildfires. Wildfires. Someone had mentioned in our group that they were worried about sort of the world that we're going to inherit later on, and I think a lot of us share those concerns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're getting apologies from adults here, so. Is there anything else? Yes, sir. Yeah, Danny. Yeah. That I think is really yeah. It's hard. Yeah, Christopher. Microplastics. Microplastics. Yeah, they're like specific things that contribute to all these bigger problems. There are. Yeah, Jim. Um, divisiveness and polarization. Yeah. In the world. Yeah. Like how much we don't want to talk to each other. We had. We've talked about. Uh, I think we might have talked about it, in one of our small group gatherings during the weekend. That. You know, it it's funny. Some of us will say, like, "Oh, I'm going to visit that family, my family that's conservative. I don't really want to be with them." Or, "I'm visiting my family that's like ultra-liberal. I don't really want to be with them." You're not. You're just not looking forward to being with them solely because of, like, their political beliefs or their religious beliefs. Like, we just don't want to be around each other anymore, and that is a reflection of that kind of divisiveness, isn't it? Yeah, Elizabeth. The tension between
2: science and religion.
3: Yeah tensions between science and religion we think why should that be there's so many things that kind of steal our hope away i, I have to ask you all what what your favorite ones were where we read the emos uh, psalms on friday we read through several of the psalms in the book of psalms if you're not familiar the book of psalms it's the book in the middle of the bible it's 150 chapters of different songs and as you well know there are different genres of music there's hip hop, there's folk, there's classical, there's different genres of music in the Psalms. And we feel like these were the emo ones. These are the punk rock ballads, <laughs> the more ballads where it's just a lot of sadness and anger. Uh, and so do you remember, what were some of your favorite ones, Jack yeah, Allen? Crushing the baby's heads against rocks. Yes. Written in the Psalms, God, would you crush the baby's heads against the rocks? Yes. This is somebody that's having a bad day. <laughs> so, uh, anybody else? That was, that was the best. one. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> Hello Darkness, my old friend is there was a, one of the songs where it says, Darkness, you are my only friend left. This song coming at where there's just a long complaint about God and darkness, you're my only friend left. But then yeah, Gayle. The one about worms. Yeah, there was one about worms. Like I don't really even remember what that was about other than worms, but yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what else it was about? Other than worms, yeah. We just know there are a lot of worms. So yeah. Were there any others? Like sick buzzard. There was a one about sick buzzards, yeah. Yeah. So there were yeah. yeah Scratchy throated idiots. Scratchy throated idiots, yeah. The guy the psalmist was saying, I'm like an idiot and then in another point he says, My throat is so hoarse. I kind of feel like that after this weekend. Uh, especially the sore throated part. But we acknowledged that We're not the first people of faith to complain about our situation and to be angry or worried about it. This is something we've been doing for literally thousands of years. We have the record of it. That's what we read. So how did these people find hope despite that? I should mention, again, that out of 150 psalms, not all of them are like that. (laughs) There are a lot of uplifting songs. There are maybe pop psalms, you might say. There are different sorts of psalms, but we read those that kind of meet us where we're at sometimes, that are a reflection of how we feel right now, not good. So how did hope break through? We also kind of steered towards, okay, we're now in sort of this New Testament way of living, where we acknowledge Jesus as Lord, and we're reading a lot from the book of Romans, and there's one particular passage where Paul points out, there's nothing that can separate us from God's love. Not death or life, not angels or demons, not evil or good, darkness or light. Nothing can separate us from God's love. And it's hard to understand that. It's easier maybe here to recognize that when we're with people with common belief systems, with common values. It's easier to feel that here maybe. And it's hard to describe that though to others. Why do you go to church? Maybe someone's asked you that. And you don't really know what to say. It's very similar to when you go to a concert. What was it like? What was it like when you were at the show? It's hard to explain, isn't it? But you know it's way better being at the concert than just listening to the song on Spotify, isn't it? There's something about being there. There's something about being here that's uplifting. That gives you a little bit of hope. It's hard to describe, but those that have experienced it know. And we got to share a little bit of that uh, over the weekend, uh, just experiencing that hope in different bursts throughout the weekend. I want to read, or I want to have my friend Mia read uh, several passages out of the book of Romans. We're going to read some out of Romans chapter 15.
4: Okay those of us who are strong and able in the faith need to step in and lend a hand to those who falter and not just do what is most convenient for us strength is for service not status each one of us needs to look after the good of the people around us asking ourselves how can i help that's exactly what jesus did he didn't make it easy for himself by avoiding people's troubles but waited in right waited right and helped out i took on the troubles of the troubled is the way scripture puts it even, even if it was written in stru- scripture a long time long ago, you can be sure it's written Wr- for us. Written for
3: us. Uh, does that mean you?
4: Yeah.
3: Are you sure? <laughs> does that mean me?
4: It means all of us.
3: Does that mean them? It just means okay. like. Okay. What do you think, Streeter? Does that mean them? Yeah. You're like, why are you thinking <laughs> of <on> me? <laughs> <laughs> what about uh? Uh, ben, does that mean, like, the team that lost your charades, does that mean that it's, they're included in this? Oh, I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, no, I, like, i got saying, I'm looking out on the troubles of the troubled, like, that includes all of us. It's us. It includes all of us. Would you keep going? Yeah.
4: God wants the combination of his steady, constant calling and warm personal counsel in Scripture to come to characterize us. Wait, wait, us, including you? Yeah. Including me? Yeah. Okay. Including them? Sure.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come on. Yeah. Okay.
4: Keeping us alert for whatever he will do next, may our dependably steady, warm, warmly personal God develop maturity in you so that you get, you get along with each other as well as Jesus gets along with us all. Then we'll be a choir, not our voices only, but our very life singing in harmony in a stunning anthem to the God and Father of our Master Jesus. Great.
3: Thank you. I want to ask... A, a few of my friends, Caitlin and Wilson and Nicholas, to come up here for a moment. Yeah, you can sit down for a minute. I'll bring you back in at that. Uh, there you are. I was thinking we could sit, but I'm not sure how we could sit very well. Uh, yeah, grab a, grab a chair. Grab a chair and bring it up here. Like uh,
0: here?
3: Yeah, yeah, right there in the center. So you can be the center of attention. Yeah. yeah, we, so you'll have to project a bit. Um, well, first tell us about, like we've been talking about hope and that we would have this sort of steady, constant calling and warm personal counsel in scripture is what we just read, that we find that comfort. And so I want to ask you first, if each of you could share, like where did you or how did you experience hope over this weekend?
1: All right, uh, I will start. Uh, well, I went and I visited a bunch of uh, church uh, members who uh, are unfortunately unable to get to church uh, yeah. on a weekly basis. Yeah. And I could see the hope in their eyes because they hadn't seen uh, people in a long time, especially members of their own church. And it was really uplifting. Ooh, I got a mic now. Yeah. It was, it was very uplifting. Yeah to uh, see their, uh, the joy in their faces to be able to talk to somebody that was as a, as a member of their community.
3: Yeah. Did you notice, so I was actually with Nicholas, we visited five different houses of people that really from, our, from Westminster that haven't been able to get out very much, haven't been here, and what did we hear Like constantly at every house? Yeah.
1: She wasn't even there, yeah,
3: yeah. There's like a lot of gratitude about that, yeah. Kaylin, could you share, a, where did you or how did you see Hope over the um, weekend?
0: So I went to like, it's at Gulch it was like a Buddhist center, like
3: Farm, like a Buddhist yeah, In Zen farm. center, yeah.
0: And we went and we like walked on the trails and we cleaned up trash and we went to Muir Beach and it was really pretty. But anyways, um, I guess it wasn't like we were really having any contact with anyone. Um, but it was more like we kind of uh, gave hope to ourselves knowing that like there were people out there possibly like us that would do the same thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. were. And Wilson.
1: Yeah, so a few of us went and worked at the food bank yesterday and we delivered food to people that needed it um, for free and it was it was really awesome because Ben was super enthusiastic the entire time and he made almost every single car we passed laugh and I think that's a sign of hope. Like yeah. even in these dire situations yeah. where they don't get all this food and, and they have to get free food, they're still okay. able to laugh and have a good time. Yeah. And and even through Ben's awful jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was
3: the dancing that really got him, yeah, it was wasn't the it? Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you dance like that? No. No. We can only dream of yeah. dancing as well as Ben. Yeah. <laughs> uh, May, would you please read the next. Uh, paragraph for us. Uh,
4: So reach out and welcome one another to God's glory. Jesus did it. Now you do it. Jesus, staying true to God's purposes, reached out in a special way to the Jewish insiders so that the old ancestral promises would come true for them. Okay,
3: pause. I had to explain this a bit with our group, so I'll explain it again for you. so what religion, would you please, for our studio audience here, What is Jesus's, what was Jesus' religion? Jewish. He was Jewish. Yeah. And what were the disciples' religion? Yeah. yeah. And so for them, they were like, we are the insiders because we are Jewish. Um, I have Jewish family, although I am not personally Jewish. Uh, for us, probably the insiders are all of us in this building, not particularly Jewish. Maybe you are, I'm not. So for Paul, he's making this kind of understanding of like, okay, there are insiders and outsiders as we see ourselves. And perhaps we see ourselves in that way as well. Like there are insiders, there are people from Westminster Presbyterian Church, and then there are all the other churches that we may not trust as much. And then there are all the other religions that we might not understand as well. And then there are all the other people who don't share our beliefs that they're kind of like the outsiders. We're fine with them, but they're the outsiders. So please keep going.
4: As a result, the non-Jewish outsiders have been able to experience mercy and to show appreciation to God. And so, pause again.
3: (laughs) This is the kind of suffering they have to go through with me. Um, Who gets to experience the mercy? Did anyone catch that? The insiders or the outsiders?
4: Outsiders.
3: The outsiders. Okay. Um,
4: Okay. Just think of all the scriptures that will come true in what we do. For instance, then I'll join outsiders in a hymn sing. I'll I'll sing to your name. In this one, outsiders and insiders rejoice together. And again, people of all nations celebrate God. All colors and races give hearty praise. In Isaiah's word, there's the root of our ancestor Jesse, breaking through the earth and growing tree tall. Tall enough for everyone everywhere to see and take hope. Oh, may the God of green hope fill you up with joy, fill you up with peace, so that your believing lives filled with the live li- li- life-giving energy of the Holy Spirit will brim over with hope.
3: May the God of green hope fill you up with joy. Thank you, Mia. Um, you can either sit down or stay. We're going to pause for another moment. Um, I'll see. Some of you came. Did, raise your hand if you were at the interfaith youth group gathering that we just had. Then you were there. So there were, for those of you who don't know, we helped start this Marin Interfaith Youth Group Gathering. We had it here at the church. There were eight different youth groups representing four different major world religions. Ben, what was that like? Uh,
4: It was pretty cool seeing uh, a lot of kids at the church. I mean, like, yeah, it was fun playing with them. It was kind of, it was cool talking to them. Yeah. uh, Yeah.
3: (laughs) And there was that phrase, if you go back, there was that phrase, insiders and outsiders rejoice together. We've been able to see that a little bit. Did that, doesn't that give you a little bit of hope? Knowing, let me ask all of you, knowing that there were eight different youth groups from four different religions here in your church working together, does that give you a little bit of hope? Yeah, yeah doesn't it? Well, there's people of all nations celebrating God, all colors and races give hearty praise. There is a sense that racism still exists, right? Like, that's still there. But have we not made progress on things like slavery? Have we not made progress on things like war rights? Does that give you a little bit of hope? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, uh, Nicholas, I know you're a history buff. So, we've had, we've had a lot of wars. Like, have we gotten better at war in terms of how many we fight? What would you yeah, say? <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, yes. Yeah, For your, for your sake, yes. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Well, tell me. What do you think? Do you think we're fighting more than we did before? Uh, I think, yeah, I'd say we're fighting less.
3: Yeah, yeah. We're not in a world war. <laughs> so, yeah. There is, while there is still conflict and war around the world, I obviously I know, especially many of you know, my brother just retired from active service in the Army. Uh, but we're fighting less. Does that give you a little bit of hope? Yeah. So, outside of this weekend, what what kinds of things do you need in order to find hope beyond this weekend? Wilson.
1: What um,
3: <laughs> or Kaylin or Nicholas, whoever's ready.
1: Um, I think the more you give hope, the more you have hope yourself. Because I felt more hopeful after this weekend. Than yeah. I, it wasn't like I was the one going through that line to get food. Uh-huh. Um, but I felt like... Um, like what, what you were saying, that there's there's other people like us that are also helping. And I think yeah. that gives me hope that we're not the only ones that are trying to make this world better.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, Kate, Caitlin or? Um, you had to hold the mic close from when you're ready. You're thinking.
1: Uh, kind of adding on to Wilson's point. Uh, I feel like if we continue to almost pass down hope and not only will we be the ones experiencing it, but other people and other people see us experiencing hope and other people. And then that just kind of passes down the line. And eventually, that's, you kind of spread hope uh, yeah. around and you get a lot yeah. more people helping, which therefore kind of makes the world a better place.
3: It's contagious in a way. It is. We, last night we had our glow wars, right? Yeah. The, the entire building was pitch black and we had 4,000 glow sticks. Uh, If you follow us on Instagram, you will have seen it. Uh, And who was the brightest of all of us? Monty. 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 And why was Monty so bright? He wrapped him in glow sticks. He had so many glow sticks wrapped around himself. And so is that not the case? Like we have talked about like you are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. And light gets brighter when there's more light. And so while maybe you are a singular glow stick... When wrapping yourselves together, you are brighter, like Monty. (laughs) so, may we all be as bright as you, Monty. Caitlin, uh, what kinds of things do you need to bring you hope?
0: Um, Well, I guess, first of all, if you just sit around and kind of (coughs) wait for hope to come to you, Hmm. I mean, chances are, it probably won't. I mean, maybe Hmm. in, like, little ways, but nothing very significant. So, I think the fastest way to, like, achieve hope is to start giving some yourselves. Hmm. Uh, Or, like, because... I guess by giving hope, it's still, you're still providing hope in the world. So just because you're giving it to someone else doesn't mean you can't
4: also take part in it.
3: Yeah. And this is exactly what Mia is about to read. Would you continue reading?
4: Yes. Personally, I've been completely satisfied with who you are. And wait, what, wait, so personally,
3: yeah. I, who's I? <laughs> Anybody remember this? Uh, Paul, Paul, Paul. Paul. Paul, there you go, Paul. Okay, go ahead. Um... With who you are and what you are doing. And let me ask all of you, personally, are you satisfied with what these people are doing? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Are you are you satisfied with each other? Yeah. Are you satisfied with them? I'm just kidding. Don't answer that. Uh, um, okay. So. You going?
4: You seem to me to be well-motivated and well-instructed, quite capable of guiding and advising one another. So, my dear friends, don't take my rather bold and blunt language as criticism. It's not criticism. I'm simply underlying how very much I need your help in carrying out this highly focused assignment. God gave me this priestly and gospel work of serving the spiritual needs of the non-Jewish outsiders so they can be presented as an acceptable offering to God, made whole and holy by God's Holy Spirit. Thank you. You guys can all...
3: Take off. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thank you. We normally, when we read through the scriptures, we pause a lot. If you didn't notice, <laughs> so um, this this priestly work, this work that has to be done, there's sometimes this unfortunate idea that the only people that know how to do good work or the only people that know how to be a blessing to others are people who've been like professionally trained like these two they're doctors they know what they're doing they are experts I told the story of a missionary named Hudson Taylor and one of his uh, strong beliefs in one of in his ministry was the moment that someone steps in our doors they are expected to bring light to others. <laughs> and his and there's a person who came to his ministry that was a recent convert to Christianity of a few months. And the first thing Hudson Taylor said is, well, what have you been doing to spread this light? And he said, oh, no, I'm just a learner. And Hudson Taylor said, somebody goes, oh, <laughs> that's good. I like that. Whoever said that. <laughs> but, because Hudson Taylor said, look, when a light, when a candle is lit, Does it wait till it's half lit, until it sheds light? No, the second the spark lights, there's a light, like you have a light, and so therefore let it shine. Yes, of course we learn, but if we need hope in the world, we can't just depend on single people, we all chip in. You have this incredible, beautiful light, brighter than the shirts that we're wearing. (laughs) This incredible beautiful burning light coming out of you that gives hope to other people by your kindness by your generosity by your love and that has an effect on people you have heard it here you have heard the witness of these young people and me Bethany and I think a lot of other people it was really moving I'll just speak selfishly for myself Uh, being in uh, being in some, of, I went to visit our, some of our members of our church that haven't been able to get out, and I'll never forget. One of the, I don't want to forget because it meant a lot to me. We were leaving one of the houses, or one of the apartments of someone, and their children were there. Their children, I'll just say, are older than I am. And this woman was a grade school teacher, and you could tell, right? She really loved to be around young people, right? And as we were leaving. Her daughter stopped me and said, hey, I just want you to know, we're so grateful. This is the first time she's been around anyone younger than us in over a year. There is a... Isn't that an incredible just amount of love and hope to bring to somebody? Just by the sheer inconvenience of a few hours on a Saturday. But to bring that level of hope to somebody who's lonely. And so if you are in a lonely place, I hope and pray that you feel that kind of comfort and affection, that you know that you are loved by everyone here. And I hope, therefore, that you can take that sense, that feeling, and spread that out to others, sharing God's love with others. Because if the Apostle Paul needs help, so do I. So does Rob. Bethany needs not as much help as Rob and I do, but she needs help. And we all do. We all need your help, and we are so grateful for it. Amen.
0: There's cords everywhere up here. All right, so we are gonna receive our morning offering. As we do that, if you're sitting here in the, in the center aisle, I would encourage you to take that pew pad that's there in the pew and sign it, pass it down, pass it back. Um, take a look at the names of the people sitting near you. If you're visiting with us, if you wanna put down a phone number, and email, it's a great way for us to be in touch with you later. And as you're doing all of that, I also invite you to sing with us. Uh, it's the last song on your, on your lyric sheet. It's called, Let There Be Light. There's actually a little bonus part to this song um, that I'm hoping this crowd over here is gonna let you in on. And once you kind of figure out what the bonus part is, you're welcome to join in that as well, all right? So let us sing together. Let there be light Shining in the shadows
2: Let there be hope And watch it wash away Come to the riverside Drink from the well of love.
0: are comfortable and join me in the doxology. Praise God from whom I- so generously given. And we simply pray that they may be used to shine your light, to share your hope in our world. Amen. Amen. So as we move now to our time of communion, we are reminded that everyone is invited. Everyone is welcome to share in this feast together. So hopefully you either brought communion elements with you or you received a single serve element when you entered. If you still need one, Catherine's in the back, our usher, just raise your hand if you still need a communion element and she will come make sure you get one. Now Jesus reminds us that we come to the table in peace. So I invite you in whatever way is most comfortable for you to share the peace of Christ with one another.
5: of Christ be with you all. And also with you. You may be seated. Friends, this is the joyful feast. It is the joyful feast of our Lord. And as it is written, they shall come from north and south and east and west to be together at this table, at one table, in the kingdom of God. Come. Will you join with me?
0: God be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to God. God Let us pray. We give you thanks, Creator of heaven and earth, for from your endless stores of creativity, you have shaped the universe. You have given us all that we need to be full joy and hope, food and drink, your word and your love. When we have fallen short of your intentions, you have sent women and men to bring us back to the life to which you call us. In the fullness of time, you sent your very own Son, Jesus, to dwell in our midst. Through Christ, the world is renewed as the prophets foretold. Your church becomes a place from which your justice and peace flow, and we are made new in love and in hope. Therefore, with all the saints in every time and place, we join our voices in praise to you. Holy, holy, holy,
2: my heart, my heart adores you. My heart knows all to say
5: Friends, in the night that he was betrayed by one of his own, Jesus took bread, and after giving thanks, he blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, take, eat, this is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he
0: took the cup, and he said, this is the cup of the new covenant which is sealed in my blood. It is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink of it, he said, remembering me. This is the feast of God for the people of God. Let us share in this feast together.
5: Let us pray. (laughs) Having been fed, O God, at this table, let us go out into the world to feed those who hunger. Having shared uh, shared of the one cup, let us go out into the world thirsting for justice and righteousness. Having experienced at least a moment of community, let us go out into the world and build stronger communities and lift up those who are downtrodden. And let us do all these things and everything we do in the precious name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. So I do want to encourage you to, you want, to
0: take a look at the, uh, the announcements, the upcoming events, and plug in, get involved in the ways that make the most sense for you. Um, I do invite you also to check out those ongoing events. Uh, we have on Tuesday mornings a wonderful opportunity to bring hope. Um, and you can bring diapers, you can bring bag lunches, you can bring both. The diapers go straight to the Canal Alliance. The bag lunches go straight to the Marin City Senior Center uh, to help those you know, who are in need of f- some food and some diapers. Also, next week begins our alternative Christmas fair. It's hard to believe we're thinking about Christmas already, but we are. Um, if you like to plan ahead and sort of see what will be offered by uh, many of the committees in our church, we do have a paper sitting out on the Northex table They're in red and green, but it's the same thing. You don't need one of both. Um, You can see some of what's going to be offered. But then I do invite you, um, either next Sunday or the Sunday following, to uh, attend the Christmas Fair and to purchase gifts in honor of your loved ones. Make donations that will go straight to several different nonprofits in our community and in the wider community. Um, so before we sing our closing hymn, I'm going to ask Christopher and Nicholas if you'll get, there's a bin in the choir loft. This hymn calls for some percussion. Uh, they know it's coming. We we practiced this last night, so um, you could stay where you are. It'll come to you, don't worry. Um, so we're going to have some percussion for this next hymn. Um, and then I do invite you all to sing with us. So we're going to uh, get... Give just a moment for the percussion instruments to be handed out. And then, it's going to be number 762. All right. This could be great or it could be a disaster. I don't know. All right, are you guys ready over there? They look, they look ready. Okay, so I invite you all to stand as you are comfortable. We're going to sing together number
4: 760. When the world wants to have
2: nothing, share the stranger.
0: Let's do a verse without percussion
2: now. Okay, here we go! And I'm jealous <laughs> up our club too
3: I gotta when we get to evaluation time on what work, when worked did it work this weekend. I think we know what didn't work this weekend. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Awesome. No, if you know I can't hear you anymore now, you know. May the God of green hope fill you up with joy, fill you up with peace so that you are believing lives, filled with the life-giving energy of the Holy Spirit. We'll brim over with hope. Amen. Amen.